Oh my god, how's this gonna work? Yeah, it's just gonna be cooking. What it is. Who cares? Cooking, cooking with Josh. Cooking with Josh. Josh, what are you cooking? What am I cooking? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm in. My, I'm in my kitchen right now. The microphone is sitting on top of a cutting board, uh, and I got my knife out. I am going to bake some. Wait a cod. minute. What? What? Are you going to be like chopping and doing stuff on the counter with your microphone on that same counter? No, I'm gonna move it. But also, the stuff I'm making is really soft. Like I'm making cod and some cauliflower. Uh huh. Or and, you're just you're gonna like, roast it? Yeah. Okay. Roasted, put some herbs on it. I might cut up some garlic, but that's pretty quiet. Damn. This is episode two of Serious Supper. Serious Supper Strikes Back! <laughs> Serious Supper Strikes Back. <laughs> Well, welcome everybody to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. This is a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Um, every week we pick a movie from either Josh or my Evan William Crockett's childhood. <laughs> and we fuck it up. Um, and I'm Josh, coming to you live from Josh's kitchen because I needed to cook dinner while we were recording. Yeah, this. we're having we're having version two. I don't remember. I don't know the order in which these episodes are going to come out. So this is let's just call it what is serious it? supper. Ooh yeah, theme song. Serious supper. Um. My name Evan and I are best buds. Wait, say your name again. <laughs> My name's Evan Crockett, and I reside and I'm here Josh. in the I reside here in the uh, the wonderful, beautiful, but very cold uh, Bay Area in California. Um, where are you at? Where are you at, Josh? Somewhere where it's definitely less cold than you. What? Sorry, that was mean. That was mean. It's relative. It's just colder in Chicago. Oh, so it's I, way colder. Whenever somebody from California says like it's cold there, I'm like, I give that big old, big old transplant eye roll. <laughs> I'm in Chicago. <laughs> yes, he is. Specifically in Edgewater, and uh, I know I've said it before. Uh, I've actually been pretty okay with Edgewater water recently. I haven't been so mad at it. Yeah, you've been getting more. More of your cool hot friends are coming out to Edgewater Beach. Nope, I'm just personally. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, but we're we're best friends. We've been best friends since uh, since since high school. We knew each other before high school, but we don't need to talk about that part. All right, how are you doing, Evan? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Well, why <laughs> oh, fuck me? Um, I'm I'm doing pretty good, man. I. Uh... Having some having some car troubles in the old Crockett Green household, so we're we might be shopping for a new, at least new to us, car. Um, I haven't had to drive a car in forever. When you drove a car, I have a question for you. Just talking about uh, belongings, because sure. I feel like it's different for each family. In my family, we name things. Like I yeah. like I have a lot of musical instruments and I name all of them and I name my I name my car. 
I named my bicycle. Did you did you name stuff? Like, did you name your car? I did not name my car. Somebody else named it, and I was like, fine. What was it? What was I don't name? really name my stuff. I don't endow all of my non-sentient possessions with identities. I wonder why my family died. I mean, it's just, for me, it was something that my folks always did, like... <laughs> Uh, like their current cars, they've got Audrey, and then my dad just got a new car actually. So I don't. Audrey. Yeah, Audrey. Because <laughs> it's an Audi, so it's it's <laughs> it's Audrey the Audi. Wait a minute. What was the name of the 1978 Cutlass that we all drove around Plush. in? Are you shitting me? I'm learning that for the first time right oh, now. Oh, you didn't know that? I practically lived out of that car with you. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know it was called Plush. Yeah. Yeah, his name, it was a he. Holy shit! It was a he, and his name was Plush. Because he had, Plush. yeah, for, for the listeners who who didn't go to high school with me, uh, I had a I had quite the iconic 1978 Cutlass Supreme Brougham, um, white on the outside with a, with a baby blue pinstripe, and baby blue plush interior. So we called it Plush. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and my and my older brother had a '72 Cutlass, um, and it was like a yellow color, and I think I think that color that car's name was Butter. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so this is like a, definitely a thing. My my family does it, and it, oh plush. Yeah, plush. I can't believe you never knew it was, that. No, that's funny though. It's called plush because like the shocks in it were shot, so it would like bounce around oh, a yeah. lot. Like when he would go over hills, it would be like plush, bouncing plush. <laughs> and I would show everybody, and I would moon other cars from plush. Oh my god, a lot. I forgot we did we did that a lot. Yeah, yeah. well that's okay. I always uh, I I think that your your preference was to hang, not to press, which I appreciate. Yes. I like to keep the shape of my butt as is. Mm-hmm. And also my car windows definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't want to get my butt juice all over your car windows. Come on. <laughs> You're so thoughtful. So what did you think about... Um, so clearly, uh, this is a... What did we watch? This is a seamless transition. We watched a movie where this sort of... This fantasy or this idea of, of <laughs> non-sentient objects that somebody owns comes to life we watched 1987's the brave little toaster um starring oh the toaster <laughs> i was gonna say i think the only i don't know where I went the with highest i'm cutting up cauliflower now the highest names on this movie are john lovitz um he played the radio um, yeah and and phil hartman had kind of a cameo as the um as the uh, uh uh the air conditioning unit and also he was Ugh. he was the evil fan in the in later parts of the movie um where where they go to the electronic shop and they're like getting chopped or they're about to get chopped up okay he so he was the, he was the creepy dude on all the scenes where there were creepy dudes he, exactly yeah um, okay. So yeah, Brave Little Toaster. I watched this movie, and I didn't even realize this was one of those ones that when I was watching it with with Morgan, I was like, oh my god, I watched this a ton, and I, I totally forgot. Um, yeah. Did you watch this when you were a kid? Wait, we gotta get a synopsis. 
Oh, um. Let me get it. No, no, no. I'll do it because you're cooking. Uh, yeah, you're right. I got olive oil over my hands and I just got it over my laptop. Okay, here. I am in there. Wait, read it off to me and then I'll read it out. Like, tell me the words and then I'll read it out. I want to do it still. I, that will never happen. Yeah, do it. Just say nope. like each word at a, come on, say each word at a time and then just, I'll repeat it. Easy. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. A. A, wait, no. How about three words at a time? Do you see why this doesn't work? <laughs> no, it works. Just three words. A group of. A, gr a group of. Dated appliances embark. Dated appliances embark. No, this is the worst. No, do I it! Can't do it. Ah! <laughs> Was that the wizard sound? <laughs> no, it wasn't. But I like that you're so ready for it at all times. Was that the wizard sound? <laughs> I like that that's... I'm just uh, gonna... I'm plowing through your bit. A group of dated appliances embark on a journey to the city to find their master after being abandoned in, the, in a cabin in the woods. That was the... I had to correct so many things about that sentence. Just imagine it in my voice, audience. I know you're used to me saying it. Did you did you watch this at all when you were a kid? Yeah, I watched it a shit ton. Yeah, this one was... You know what's crazy? I don't know one? why. Yeah, I, I kind of don't know why either, but you know what... What's, why did this stick so much? I, I don't it's know. terrible. Oh, really? I didn't think... Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I didn't it. think it was... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, some interesting backstory. You know me. I always like to give a little uh, little bit of production backstory, like a couple little interesting facts about it. Because <coughs> yeah. Morgan had not seen it. And Morgan, and Morgan was actually more prepared... More prepared. More, um... Well, she's a little older. Like, she, she was born in 85, whereas we were born in 88. So she might have even been a kid when this was like on DVD and stuff, right? So we we looked it up, and even though this is kind of technically a Disney movie, it's it's not actually. Disney bought the rights to it a few years after it had a limited theatrical release. Um, really? Yeah. So Disney, um, and then Disney made the sequels. There's I don't remember what the sequels are called. They're called like Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue and Brave Little oh, Toaster wow. Goes to Mars. But those came out. Um, Goes to Mars. Yeah, that one. That one came out in '98. Um, and Whoa! Then, let's do that one. And then Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue in '97. Um, I I don't remember those at all. I don't think I ever saw them. But they came out like. Yeah, I definitely didn't. They came out like 12 years um, after this one. Um, so another uh, another kind of interesting thing about this um, about this movie is that some of the people that worked on it were Cal Arts graduates, um, and some of those members included you're never gonna believe it, but it'll make perfect sense. Included the original members of Pixar. Uh, it. Have, have a reaction. 
What the? Fuck? I'm sorry, oh my I god! Just, no, literally, literally, I just <laughs> dead air there. I'm like, whoa! My isn't brain that crazy? just fucking blue screened. It Windows operating system just had a critical <laughs> error. <laughs> I, I seriously, that's just what happened. Josh.exe has dun, stopped dun. working. Has suffered a fatal error. Rebooting. <laughs> that's literally what happened. I just heard that little chunk <laughs> in my head. <laughs> no, but isn't that crazy? Like, so yeah. Like so the, the, the like the are, animators like, makes, or like the yeah yeah yeah. Whoa! Doesn't that? I mean, it makes sense. Though. I restarted myself now, so I get it. <laughs> should we re? Should we reset that whole thing? No. Okay. I like it. That's the reaction. I, I just I, plus I just I just put the food in the oven, so that's all done, and I poured myself some more homemade calpico, which is uh, lemon Italian soda and oat milk. Oh, it's flavored. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. It's. I don't know what to tell you. It's really, it's pretty good. Okay, well that that's your recommendation, Oatly. We're we're you're sponsoring this episode too. Thank you so much, Oatly. Remember to go to thanks a lot, O A T L Y dot com, and uh, go to the tapes 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 page of Oatly's website for our growing list of recipes. So far, uh, Josh has found apparently lem- apparently lemon lime. Italian soda, just lemon. Just lemon Italian soda and and Oatly is really good. So enjoy that. Is it? It might be curdling in my cup a little bit, but oh you just sw- you just God, sw- you just swirl it around a little bit, and it's fine. Calpico. <laughs> this episode is is brought to you by. Oh man, we're gonna have some vomiting customers. I think. Um, it's real. I don't have to. I have a. I have a, a stomach for acid and milk. Dude, you you. <laughs> yeah, you have a very acidic. I wonder if your pH balances are off or something. Because I feel like all you eat are, like, f- fermented vegetables and weird milk with soda. <laughs> My God, dude. I'm a growing boy. <laughs> You're a big boy. Um. So yeah, I remember. So I must have liked this movie when I was a kid because I remember. I remember a lot of scenes from from when I was watching it uh, here, and um, I really wanted. I, I failed in my quest, but I I came so close to getting my niece and nephew to watch this movie, but they wanted to watch My Neighbor Totoro, so that went down instead. Well, I could I can imagine this movie kind of being a tough sell to a a modern movie viewer because Well, they're 4 and uh, 2. I mean, they're they're 4 and 2, so it's not like they it's not like they're that discerning. It's just they were like, "No, we know Totoro, so we're watching Totoro." And I was yeah, like, but also, "Okay." <laughs> but in retrospect, yeah. like I I had more fun rewatching Totoro with them than than watching Brave Little Toaster for sure. There's just something about like the sell of the story of a brave toaster helping some appliances that I don't know. As I mean, I guess it worked because it worked on me when I was a kid. But just yeah. I feel like for like a modern audience, it's like, okay, what do you want to go watch? Do you want to watch Brave Little Toaster or Wreck It Ralph Two? Oh, Wreck It Ralph Two. Right, Hands like down, nobody yeah. would like. There's so many things that would come before seeing a movie like this, just because. It's like, I don't know, the subject matter is, it just doesn't really, like, strike a kid. It's difficult. I don't want to talk for kids. No, I mean, it's, I think it's difficult to, 
Like you don't, at least for me, and you know, this is coming from a guy who names names his guitars and names his cars, but I'm not gonna like name my oh, refrigerator. I, so I guess I that's kind of the difference. I had a name for my car. I never said it. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. I thought you were just not gonna say it. What was the name of your car? The name of my car was No Name. <sighs> no name. Like from Spirited Away. Yeah. <laughs> is that real? Is it was it in reference to that movie? It it actually was. Oh. It's just very convenient that we were talking about no names also. <laughs> um It was actually named No Name cuz it kind of like my car kind of when it when it accelerates it kind of goes uh uh, <laughs> uh uh That's hilarious. So when I watched this movie uh uh with with Morgan um I had a, I had actually had kind of a good time watching it, and it was weird. It didn't actually feel like it was for kids. Like I was watching it, kind of, and I was sort of surprised by how surprisingly dark it is, and how um, the humor doesn't necessarily land. But I wasn't really missing it because I thought that I don't know. There, there was like an artistic quality to it that I couldn't quite. Um, I I can't quite pin down. I I don't know. It, it I I definitely wouldn't say it's like a great movie or anything, but it was. I don't know. It had some. It had some interesting ideas. Um, about like consumerism. Um, those beeps are brought to you by uh, my household's uh, serious supper. That's a good theme. Um, <laughs> Morgan's making dinner in the background again. Um, like about consumerism and about how he, the master, like he wanted to go back to the cabin for these things and like they wanted to be with him too. And all of the new things were like, no, we're going to push push out the old stuff and it belongs in the dump. And in reality, like you don't really need to throw that stuff away. I don't know. It didn't handle those topics with like the most grace or anything, but I did think that it was kind of interesting that they put those in a kids movie at all. Um, yeah, I guess. When, when most kids movies are doing the exact opposite, like the reason that there's a Cars 4 coming out is not because Cars 1, 2, or 3 were even like good. It's because they sold the most toys. So Disney's like, well, sure. we got to keep making these if we want to keep making money. Um, uh, yeah, so I get that. I, I don't know. Um, but I, I thought that the music was kind of interesting. Um, the songs? Yeah. Like, you enjoyed the songs? I enjoyed the first one. Um, <laughs> okay, well, there's like 12. Are there 12? No, but there's a lot I wanna, of them. I want to say there's like they come in at really weird spots. They do. Like, they come in at really weird. They don't. They don't build up to them at all. Um, they just kind of start happening. Like there's no like the rule with musicals is always when when the character is. Or this, this is my understanding of it. It's like when the character has reached an emotional peak and they can't do anything but sing. Like that's that's sort of the rule. Oh. The rule of musicals. What? Okay. No, no, sorry. The the uh, lemon lime and the oat milk definitely curdled, so I got to I got to put it down. <laughs> oh my god. 
Josh. It was good before it curdled. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's that's sort of my. Um, I think that's kind of in broad strokes. I, I didn't. There wasn't a whole lot of takeaways from from my viewing of this movie. Um, yeah. What What did you think? I thought it was garbage. Wow. Yeah. Like total garbage. Like not even metaphorically when they go to the dump at the end. Like I thought it was. I thought it was garbage. I just okay before I get in I, this is a really just like my whole takeaway from the whole movie is that all of this happened the whole story everything happened just because these goddamn appliances couldn't be patient <laughs> if they would have waited yeah two more days maybe a day none of this would have happened like there isn't even really a story of like like why it was like the, well, so important him. that they, yeah, that's it. That's not that's it. The but state, he like, that's been, not like a good enough motivation. He hadn't been there in years. I don't know. He hadn't been there in years. I was just like, you guys, like, I get it that you want to get out and like go find him, but like, think this through a little bit. Well, they they had. I mean, the, their thinking was here. I am. De- I guess I'm defending the movie. Um, I mean, they they were they had been waiting for years and years, and like it it even got to the point where the air conditioning unit like blew his committed suicide. like he 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 died he like had the equivalent of a stroke or something because he was just that so was emotionally a scary moment it, he was screaming it really was and he like cracked the walls and everything, um, so like it's. That's the point that it got to. Like they reached an emotion, they reached an emotional peak. So then that motivated them trying to find a way to get into the city. So then, like I, f- I feel like their their motivation is is totally justified. What isn't really justified is like just how crazy the journey was to get there. And well, like especially when at the end of the movie, it kind of looks like all the dude does is hop in his car and drive for five minutes, and then he's there. Like, yeah that that's the other thing that part like, was crazy like why did the they go stakes and the journey like none of it fucking adds up yeah and where was the the waterfall was weird and the the whole scene in the woods with the animals um and and that song was very odd um and like blanket going up into the tree i i don't know just i everything every scene with blanky i was a like, kind of annoyed oh you didn't like blanky I thought he was just, he cried at every opportunity, which I get, and it's fine, it's a character, but I was just kind of like, come on. But they had archetypes. Like, every yeah, every character had, like, their own, had their own thing. Yeah, but they were also one-dimensional. I guess I liked this movie more than, more than you. Or I think I, I liked it, kinda, and you really hated it. Like, I, I, I was sort of like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. There's definitely better movies that do. I mean, we'll we'll get into that when we do our suggestions for other stuff to watch. But like, I I thought it was okay. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. We don't have like, we don't have to I agree. Definitely. Well, no, we have to agree. We have to fight about it until we agree. That's the point of this podcast. That's why it's called <sighs> Evan and Josh fight until they agree. <laughs> Some episodes are five minutes. Some are like seven hours. <laughs> seven hours until we agree. Um, uh, no, it's like I get why I liked it when I was a kid because it was just like an adventure of watching appliances like run around and have 
like adventures Mm -hmm. but like when you break it down into like a film i think it's garbage like it it's like a lot of it doesn't make sense let's put these uh, let's put these archetypes together on a journey with like oh a kid and he's going to college and it doesn't really make that much sense and then they have to have this big crescendo at the end where they go to the junkyard even though that makes no sense and uh you don't know i think you're me your me 2018 yeah 2019 are uh not into it i think your your standards for just narrative are are i think they're just too high for for what this movie was trying to do yeah i guess um i did like when uh i did like the flashback at the beginning when like you thought the kid was coming home and the blanket was flying down the... Yeah. It's weird that he calls him the master, honestly. Yeah, The that, master! That part is weird, that they all call him the master. That they don't call the him... The master! Like, they don't... They, they get, the kid just doesn't have a name, I don't think. Or maybe maybe he does, but I don't know. They all... Maybe it's really the master. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Joaquin Phoenix. The, yeah, the master. The master. Um, uh, when the blanket's flying they, down the staircase, and it's like, Blanky! The master. Yeah, they they could have done a different thing with that. It also had some weird like slavery undertones to it, right? Because like if they're all com- calling him the master, why are they calling him that? You know. I didn't get. Yeah, I get. I, you just yeah. you could read that into it. I'm not. I'm not saying that's what they intended, um, but. Eh. Um, eh. eh. <laughs> I think I think we should just I think we should just wrap it up. I mean, there's not much more to say about it other than if we wanted to really get into like the the John Lovitz character. You didn't. No. So okay. So I, I do have a question for you. Okay. You didn't even feel like I felt really bad that one scene where they were all sleeping and Blanky was like going around to everybody and everybody was like, "Go away!" Like I at least thought the brave little toaster would want to cuddle with with blanket yeah i guess oh wait no there was one part that i was like oh this is actually a huge opportunity for the film yeah to do something and they fucked it up what what it was when uh at the very end when like for some reason the kid is gonna die at the junkyard because <laughs> yeah. the sentient magnet grabs him and it's like i'm gonna kill you kid yeah the and sentient magnet was all like about i need to, to kill all these things and that kid is and trying to not make me do that yeah and then there's this moment where the brave little toaster's like shit i know what i gotta do and he martyrs himself yeah. by like flinging himself into the gears and like you know, no like that's it, and he sa- he saves everybody, right. and it's like this. That's Im- like this one moment where it's like, oh my god, he sacrificed himself, and then it's like, oh no, and they don't even address it. We don't even see the kid sad, like holding the toaster, like, oh my god, my favorite uh, toaster, <laughs> and then like just at the end when he's at college, he's just like. It just as like a little tie, and he's like, "Look, I fixed it. <laughs> it's all good." It's like they totally undercut a really valuable moment, and I was like, "God damn it! You almost had something." Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that they were they were afraid of killing the anthropomorphic yeah. character that you had you'd bonded with over the last ninety minutes, right? I mean, they could still bring him back, but they could at least let the characters like. 
woe or disparage or feel the loss. That's true. They didn't. They jumped straight from the brave little toaster is in the gears to like literally the next scene is, which is him in college. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's at college and Master is is repairing brave little toaster. Um, spoilers, by the way, the last last three minutes were total spoilers for how the brave little toaster ends. <laughs> <coughs> anyway everybody that listens to this podcast watches the movie before they listen though how do you ensure that they do that i have a secret email that people tell me through okay you have a secret email do you want to read out mm-hmm. another email that uh that somebody sent yeah us? let me see if we get yeah, yeah let me see if uh let me see okay okay what, what was that beat that was uh the toaster oven going off oh i just making sure that wasn't on my side no uh okay that so, was our brave little uh, let's toaster see, uh, oh it's cute what's our brave little i hope it's shiny name? another sentient object floyd floyd is apparently the name of our brave little toaster like uh uh is it uh i'm trying to make a pun off of pink floyd but it's not happening dark side of the bread okay, because you can, it burnt you... when you toasted it the dark toast side of the <laughs> Okay, so always, as always, you can uh, email us at 88tapesbaby uh, at gmail.com. Email us your questions, concerns, criticism, res- recipes, compliments, recipes. whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind some recipes. Yeah, sure. I love recipes. Yeah. Uh, we got an email here from uh, Tuck Resnick hey, uh, Tuck. from, Ar- from uh, Arizona State University. <laughs> Uh, hey, Evan and Josh, just want to say, uh, I think you both have a really great sounding voice, mm. especially Evan. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks I Tuck. can listen to you the entire time I'm driving, uh, to school every day and then in my part-time job. Anyways, uh, this is my first time emailing a podcast and I just want to say I'm a big fan and I hope you guys make more episodes. Can you do an episode about Laters of the Rost Ark? Did he mean Raiders of the Last Laters Ark? Laters of the Rost Ark? Like That's that? weird. Laters of the Rost Ark. Huh. Maybe he's trying to be like overly app or like affable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty funny. Well, that's Tuck. it. Hey, thanks, hey, Tuck. Thanks, uh, thanks we'll Tuck get, Resnick, we'll Arizona it. State University. Shout outs. Uh, give me, give yeah. me. If you drop me a DM, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do your, your going away message. Yeah. Wow. I would too. Uh, you can DM me on my Instagram at <laughs> Josh Barwin. That's J A R S H B A R W E N. Totally got through it that you time. You forgot last time, and I was hoping, I was hoping that that was a sign of the end times, but, uh, but it's not. <laughs> All right, Josh, Josh Barsh. What is your final rating for? Oh yeah, I forgot that we were doing '87's "The Brave Little Toaster," directed by Jerry Reese. Would you give it "Be Kind and Rewind" or an "Eject and Reject," baby? I'd give it a be kind nope i was too committed to doing a voice eight eject and reject eject and reject all right eject and reject i would like the toast flinging from the brave little toasters i would eject it and reject it because it tastes like burnt hair because i've been inside a cabin for five years (laughs) 
You know, I I applaud. Si side note, applaud the appliances for keeping that place clean. I wish that I had a. Yeah, they kept that, that spotless. That. Yeah. Well, it's called a Roomba. <laughs> That's something that I would name. If I got a Roomba, I would give it a name. You'd give it a name. I I find a yeah, Roomba. Yeah, like Charles Charles Dance. I I have from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Let's see how my cod's doing. I got. I, I gotta check in on my cod. All right, checking on your cod. Serious supper. Uh, oh, it's more time. Um, I'm gonna give this movie. Well, do you want to ask? Do you want to set me up, baby? No. Okay. Evan, would you give? What do you give it? <laughs> okay. Such a piece of shit. Hey, I always hey, set hey, you Evan. up so well, and then you're just like, man, do it, whatever. Okay. Okay. Hey, Evan. Hey, Evan. Yeah. Hey, hey Evan. Do it. Do you take this lawfully made video as your bekind rewind or your adject reject? So help you God. Oh man. You know, I didn't even actually I didn't even think about this until right now, so God, I'm gonna have to just I'm just gonna have to gut instinct it. I'm gonna I'm going to be kind and rewind. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. I would now like to pronounce this <laughs> lawfully made movie and this podcast boy, man, and movie. You may uh, please rewind. Rewind the film. I wasn't invited to the wedding because I said eject. Um, I think that I'll I'll be kind of rewinded. It does some interesting things that I to to me weren't ever done before, and if nothing else, it it probably helped the Pixar like the the original members of Pixar. Um, with their craft, so like, if if nothing oh, else, yeah. that that's pretty cool huh. that they like this was a good jumping pad for them. yeah that this was I mean because so just jumping off from from that uh, I think that m just jumping straight into what you should watch instead of Brave Little Toaster uh, obviously Toy Story uh, 1995's um, and Pixar's first movie and it it does this it yeah. does this exact same thing. But in every single way, it's better. the The music is better. Um, the The animation is is cutting edge in a way that like we hadn't seen before, and now affects every animation. Like it's and the even the inanimate objects that they choose to um, anthropomorphize are way more relatable because they're toys. Like kids play with toys all the time, so it's it's much easier to relate to. A cowboy and a spaceman and a dog and you know all that stuff and and the story that it tells is much more um, cohesive voice acting like everything about it is just better so I'm not saying anything new here uh, go go watch Toy Story um, in instead of Brave Little Toaster what would do you have a more interesting recommendation yeah okay what is it Toy Story 3. <laughs> oh, no, goddammit, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> why specific, I'm serious. Why specifically well, Toy Story 3? Because in the because, end, they almost die? I mean, are you, you just, why don't you answer for me? 
Okay, so Toy Story 3 is like the same thing. They go to college. Like the kids going to college and the toys are like, oh, we're left behind. And, then, and it's and like other die. left behind toys that are like trying to change the way they're thinking. <laughs> How much more deflated can we be about this last this last uh, suggestion? Like, so was funny. it my timing or was it just your attitude? I, was, I think it was both. I was upset that you chose another Toy Story movie. I was like, maybe you'll have... Well, it's not my fault that you went first. Well... Yeah, it is. No, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's funny though because I was like, should I do Toy Story 1 or Toy Story 3? Because Toy Story 3 is more specifically like exactly like this movie because they, they yeah so almost... i had the better recommendation hey justin roiland i didn't know you were on this podcast uh, sorry I, I i know you can't hear my eyes rolling <laughs> but are you uh, trying to find some brains back there <laughs> got him thanks for listening <laughs> to this episode of tapes 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 uh i've, I've been your co-host Evan William Crockett, and uh, we'll we'll see you next week. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Josh, are you okay? <laughs> Did I burn you too bad? Oh no! Oh no! You oh no, friends! <laughs> I think he's dead. All right, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>